Well, hi there, and welcome to another episode of Ninja on the Loose. I'm George. I'm G-Money. I'm whatever you want to call me. Well, this time around, I thought I would talk about how you have to do things to be funny. Actually, it's uh, tips on how to be funny. And i I, I got to be honest with you, I, I've always thought I was kind of funny. All right. Um, I think primarily because I think I have a fairly good sense of humor. Now, I'm not going to go through the formula on how to write a joke or how to be, you know, the wittiest person in a in a party. Because I'll be honest with you, I don't really know that stuff. I just kind of have my own kind of way of going here. And and what's kind of inspired this podcast is that I've started uh, recently on a popular freelance network offering services that include a funny blog post or article and uh, I've actually had a few bites in fact I was kind of surprised uh, some of the business I've pulled out of that particular listing so you know I thought oh you know I'll give it a try I think I can do something funny about anything and uh, I'll be honest with you, I, I've had some pretty bizarre requests that I've been able to turn into funny stuff. And so I thought, well, maybe there's a good reason to maybe look at doing this as a podcast. So uh, that's primarily why I am doing this particular episode about tips on how to be funny. And I'll be honest with you, for me, it has a lot to do with just how I look at things. I try to be positive, try to be upbeat tend to find something funny in anything. You know, I mean, wow, um, a funny name, a funny spelling mistake, a funny picture, you know, something that just strikes me as funny. You know, a conversation that happens to be funny. You know, it may be like not slap yourself on the knee, falling over laughing, tears running down your eyes, kind of funny, but funny strange, right? I'm sitting there in a conversation that's following, I don't know how many different paths, and it just keeps looping back, back to a certain spot, and, and I just somehow, for some reason, find it funny. Or I just start laughing, because I'm thinking, I am trapped in a conversation that is never going to end, and I don't know what is going to happen, but boy, you know, suddenly... It's kind of funny that I'm sitting here trapped in this conversation that's never going to end, right? I mean, it, it just has a whole lot to do with what your particular outlook is on the things you're experiencing as to whether or not you find the situations funny. I also personally find it's a whole lot easier and a whole lot healthier for me to uh, not be negative and to find something upbeat, positive or funny in just about any situation I find myself in. So I think that's probably where I get a lot of my funniness from or my funny genes. Now I will tell you that, you know, my dad had a bit of a sense of humor and my mom, she had a bit of a sense of humor. I mean, there were funny people. I mean, we laughed a lot in the house. There was uh, joking around and, and just, you know, things that, circumstances that were funny. They just were. And I think maybe that's where some of it came from. Uh, I do think that I would classify my childhood home as having some strictness to it. I mean, there was a curfew. You know, there was punishment for being, you know, very late. 
with that per, or curfew, and there were other punishments for other things. But that being said, I don't feel like I had a bad childhood. In fact, uh, pretty happy memories. And a lot of them had to do with a sense of humor. And, wow, I'll tell you, like, my mom, her final years, uh, she's been gone now for... Uh, a few years now uh, but anyway when she was around uh, especially in her final years she was just funny as all get out like I could not believe how funny this lady was she would find the funniest thing and I think that's probably where some of this comes from I know uh, my wife Brenda and my mom used to get along extremely well and I'll be honest with you not exaggerating, Brenda would verify this if I ever asked her. The two of them, my mom and Brenda, would get together and they would start laughing about the silliest things to the point where they would virtually pee their pants. And not an exaggeration, just that much funny going on there. Um, there was one time Brenda actually went and spent a night uh, with my mom uh, without me. Very unusual that we would go to mom's separately. So uh, this is, I think, the only time that she uh, went to mom's without me. And I was probably, I guess, maybe I couldn't go because of work commitments. Or maybe it was a girl's night out and I was just told not to be there. I forget now. But anyway, as it turns out, um, the two of them, they had so much fun together. They just laughed and laughed and laughed. And you know how sometimes it gets infectious. It can be something that's not funny at all, but because you're next to someone who's got a funny laugh or just is just going on and on and on. And before you know it, you pick it up and then it just kind of, it's like a bad disease, but a funny disease, if there is such a thing, right? You know, I mean, everybody in the room just starts laughing and it's just nothing but silliness. And those are good times. I don't care how you look at it. Those are good times. So now I have some tips I want to share with you on how to be funny. And uh, these are pretty common uh, tips, but uh, some of them are mine as well. So I'll, I'll see uh, if I can help you find something funny in your life, okay? And speaking of, uh, my number five tip is uh, use material that comes from your personal life experiences. I mean, you know... I don't think anyone has had a life that does not have a little bit of humor in it. You have had experiences that are funny. They may not have been funny when they happened, but you look back on them now and they could be pretty funny. I'll give you an example. My wife and I, we got married. This goes back 2004. And we were going to be married outdoors. Uh, the venue was picked. It was going to be a wonderful outdoor wedding. Well, it turns out the weather kind of turned things south. It was a horrible, horrible, horrible rainstorm. Basically drenched everything in sight. Uh, the event that we were at, because our wedding was part of an outdoor event, uh, got moved inside. And the nearest building was a legion and I've got no problem with that because I'm a Legion member, okay? But it was a Legion, and Brenda at the time was very upset about the circumstances. I'm pretty sure she was looking forward to an outdoor wedding. And as it turns out, uh, we ended up getting married indoors. And one of her biggest um, concerns was that we would probably end up getting married under a bingo sign, like a big giant bingo board, you know, that the Legion would have on its wall doing bingo. And it was 
bordering on becoming a bit of an issue. And, uh, you know, so things got kind of altered and, you know, we ended up getting married on the stage. Oddly enough, under a bingo sign. So, you know, it, it it wasn't funny at the time, but I look back on it now, and, and it's the most vivid memory I have of the entire event, is that aside from the rainstorm that moved everything indoors, you know, the fear of being married under a bingo sign actually happened, and it was kind of funny. And, I mean, we both have laughed about it several times since then, so it's not like it's a major issue. But at the time, it was becoming quite a problem. And, like I say, looking back on it, it's funny. To me, anyway. Uh, And so, you know, that's a really good tip is to try to pull something from your own life, one of your own life experiences. And and you'll be surprised how funny some of that stuff actually is if uh, enough time has passed from when it actually happened to when you start using it as material. Uh, My number four tip is, uh, and, and I like doing this, I like to blow stuff out of proportion. I like making the story sound so unbelievably stupid that it becomes funny, even if it's a serious story, right? You know, so I could probably use the getting married under the bingo sign and exaggerate that it was right in the middle of a game of bingo and somebody, uh, you know, when the the justice of the peace had said, you know, anyone present who thinks that this couple should not be married, speak now or forever hold your peace, and three people in the back jumped to their feet and yelled bingo or something like that, right? You just explode it right out of shape, and all of a sudden it becomes a funnier story. Um, So that's my number four tip. My number three tip, and this is pretty important, and I've got an example as to why this is important, is you got to know your audience. And what I mean by that is you're not performing... Well, I guess maybe you are. Even if you're just telling jokes amongst the guys or telling jokes in the office or, you know, trying to break the ice and telling a joke to a girl you just met, you got to know the audience. You got to, you know, kind of keep your material appropriate, right? There's some people where dirty jokes are not going to fly. I don't typically tell dirty jokes myself. That's not normally in my repertoire. However, I could tell you an example of where I find that sometimes it's even more important to be tuned into who your audience is. This past week, uh, from this particular freelance site I was talking about earlier, I got a job uh, to write a funny article about vasectomies. Basically, the challenge was, George, find something funny about vasectomies and write it for me, and use your humor. So I wrote uh, what I thought was a pretty funny list of made-up myths about vasectomies. And, yeah, I went over the top a couple times, and uh, the the client actually requested a rewrite, thinking that although it was funny, uh, it might be just a little extreme. And I, and I get that. I totally get that. But, I, you know, we didn't have much of a conversation prior to this, so I didn't really know what kind of territory he was looking for. And so I just threw something out there to at least, you know, get the conversation on the table. And I I then toned it down for the second version of the article, and uh, hopefully that's, at this point I haven't heard back, but hopefully that was exactly what the job needed, and everybody's happy. But you got to know your audience, right? Now, I didn't do that on purpose to, to, you know, be a jerk or, you know, try to be extra funny. It's just, you know, I went with the instructions and it was, you know, write something funny about vasectomies. Do your best. Do something funny. And so that's what I did. And it just, you know, went in a particular direction that I guess he did, he wasn't comfortable with. And that's fine. 
that's perfect. And that is why you need to know who your audience is before you try to be funny. My uh, number two tip is, uh, and this is always an easy one, and I've done it a few times already just here, uh, is make fun of yourself. Uh, I think it's a lot easier to make fun of yourself because you know, there's a lot of different reasons, okay? Uh, I'm going to say that, first off, the safe reason is that um, you're not going to hurt somebody else's feelings. You're not making fun of somebody present, right, that's sitting at the table or near you. Uh, even if what you're saying is funny, uh, some people, they get offended by that stuff, and so sometimes funny falls flat, right? So you don't want that to happen. So if you make fun of yourself, you're totally avoiding that possibility. Your target, if you want to use that term, is not in the room other than you, right? You're the target, so you've made yourself the target, and so you can do whatever you want to do in that respect and make fun of yourself. Also, I think a lot of people find humor in people who do make fun of themselves, right? Because, you know, you might be saying, you might be talking about something uh, rather embarrassing, right? Or something, well, I mean, let's go back to the married under the bingo sign example, okay? So, in a way, I'm making fun of myself, you know, talking about, yeah, you know, got married back in 2004. It was great. You know, it was supposed to be an outdoor wedding, but, you know, weather kind of turned it indoors, and we ended up getting married under a bingo sign, you know, and you kind of sort of, you know, embellish that a little bit, of course, and tell the story, but I think because it's a funny thing that happened to me, uh, the audience, or people I'm talking to or sharing this with, there's going to be one or two people in there going to say, oh yeah, I had something kind of like that happen to me. And then all of a sudden, before you know it, there's some sharing going on and they start telling their funny story about them. And so now it becomes even funnier, but you didn't make fun of them. You used yourself as the target. And then it just turns around and before you know it, everybody's laughing in the room and sharing silly stories about themselves. And it just turns into a funny fun fast, right? And that's cool. Nothing wrong with that at all. My uh, number one tip on how to be funny, and this is kind of a really, uh, you got to be really careful with this one. And essentially, I find sarcasm to be very funny. Uh, but the thing is, is that sarcasm is not always easy. Like, there's some people who, let's face it, they suck at sarcasm. They just do. I mean, they, they say something sarcastic and it come, comes across as sounding rude or obnoxious or, or pick another word, right? Where, to me, if you have a sarcastic wit and I can pick up on it, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I find uh, having friends who are sarcastic or, or people I know that just, you know, can say something sarcastic. Here's an example. Okay. I'm not, uh, I'm looking at the timer here, so I'm 15 minutes into this podcast. So I'm going to say 16 minutes ago, I was downstairs and I was saying to Brenda, I said, okay, I'm about to record a podcast for tonight and I'm going to write it, uh, or it's going to be about how to be funny. And she says, she looks at me up from her, you know, eyes up from her tablet and she looks at me and kind of, you know, cuts a stare right through me and says, okay, <laughs> you know, I mean, 
kind of sarcastic, right? I mean, I'm thinking, well, thanks for your support, dear. But it was it was a sarcastic line. And that could have been my response to her was, wow, thanks for your support, dear. I mean, you know, just answering sarcasm with sarcasm. And I mean, that's a really light touch of sarcasm, but still there's some sarcasm there. And so, you know, to me, I think that's that could be really, really funny if you're, you know, shall we say dueling with somebody else who has the same kind of sarcastic wit as you doesn't work if you're unevenly yoked as they say you know if you're you know throwing some sarcastic lines at somebody who does not get it and looks at you and says huh what or whatever you know it just kind of ruins the entire moment doesn't it anyway so there's my top five tips on how to be funny i hope you picked up something uh as i said i mean like you know everybody's different and i mean you know your circumstances may not be anything close to mine and vice versa but you may be able to find something in your life that might be funny uh to share and if you do then that's great there you have some material and if you're trying to break the ice or trying to just you know set a tone or something now you know a few ways to do that. So hopefully I've helped you a little bit. So that'll do it for this podcast. Again, I want to thank you for tuning in. Uh, again, as I said last week, I'm noticing the uh, numbers are going up. So obviously you guys like what you're uh, picking up on these podcasts. So I thank you for uh, tuning in, downloading, sharing, whatever it is that you do with this podcast. Uh, again, I just uh, just thank you for the support and remind you to uh, check out my website at www.looseinc.ninja. So until next time, call me G-Money. I think that's funny. I'll be honest with you. I actually think it's funny. One day I'll tell you how I got that nickname G-Money, okay? And, and it wasn't it, it, uh, it based on sarcasm. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you how I got that nickname, okay? A friend of mine named Mindy called me G-Money. Partly because, and her explanation is, if I remember correctly, it was because I'm not about the money, okay? I'm not... I'm not out there trying to make a million, okay, or a half a million. That's just my head's not there. I'm I'm not materialistic in that way. And so to her, well, that was kind of the funny, sarcastic twit, uh, twist for a particular nickname. So G Money is funny because I'm not about the money. I get it. It's it's like it's like calling a big giant guy tiny, right? We all know somebody named Tiny. And he's not a small guy. That's the sarcastic humor part. All right? So now you know how I got named G-Money. There you go. Again, uh, till next week, have a good one. Thanks a lot.